Hey, I'm Jessica Burke, the sleep coach just for big kids. As a mom, I know firsthand the sleep struggles that can happen when kids move from a crib to a big kid bed. Big kids are opinionated and strong-willed, and they can really wear down our patients at night. With over seven years of experience helping exhausted families, I'll give you actionable advice that you can use right away to get everyone sleeping better tonight. Let's get your toddler to sleep. Most kids are ready to drop their afternoon nap between the ages of three and five years old, but so many families try to drop the nap too early in an attempt to make bedtime go more smoothly or even prevent kids from waking up overnight. But did you know that dropping the nap too early can actually be the cause of your bedtime and overnight sleep issues? So how do you know when it's finally time to drop the nap? Let me show you three ways to know for sure. Let's start with a cautionary tale from a family that I worked with recently. They had a three-year-old son, Andrew, who suddenly started acting up at bedtime. He used to go down fine, and then all of a sudden, he started running out of the room after lights out, asking for a million things, and it was taking an hour or even longer, sometimes later than 9, 9.30 at night, to actually get him to settle down and go to bed. Now, during the day, Andrew was napping at daycare for an hour to an hour and a half every day. So the parents asked daycare to stop napping him during the day in hopes that that would help him settle down and be more tired in the evening. But once the nap was gone, evenings just got worse and worse. Andrew started being crabbier earlier in the evening. There was a lot more tears, a lot more meltdowns. The stalling was still happening at bedtime. And then, then Andrew started waking up in the middle of the night. And then this kid who used to sleep until 6.30 in the morning was all of a sudden waking up at 5, 5.30 in the morning. And that's when they reached out to me for help. Believe it or not, dropping the nap actually caused things to get worse. Why? Because sleep begets sleep. Basically, this means that kids who are well-rested, who are getting enough sleep each and every day, it's actually easier for them to fall asleep and easier for them to stay asleep. And likewise, bad sleep begets bad sleep. So what this means is when kids aren't getting enough sleep each and every day, it actually makes it more difficult for them to fall asleep. And it can even cause them to start waking up overnight. This is exactly what happened with Andrew. He needed that nap. And once they took that nap away, his sleep really started to go downhill. What was happening at bedtime turns out was just some behavioral challenges that Andrew's parents didn't know how to combat. It wasn't an issue of too much daytime sleep. In my seven years of experience as a sleep coach, most kids are ready to drop that nap between three and a half and four and a half years old. So how do you know when it's really time to drop that nap so that you don't make the same mistake that Andrew's parents made? Let me show you three signs to look out for. Number one, your child does not sleep for 14 days straight. So this is the first sign. When you put your child down for a nap, they just don't sleep. Maybe they goof off, play in their room, roll around, kind of kicking around in their bed, but they don't sleep. If they do this for two weeks straight, then it's a really good sign that they may be ready to drop that nap. Now, if they're still falling asleep every few days, I encourage you to keep putting them down because remember, you really don't want to drop the nap sooner than your child is ready. Here's a tip. I like to start calling nap time quiet time around the time kids turn three. This kind of subtle rebranding 
sets you up to still put your child in their room for some quiet time each day, even once they stop sleeping and, and really do drop that nap, because I'm a firm believer that kids and parents can use that little bit of a midday break. Number two, your child starts falling asleep later in the afternoon, like after two o'clock. So this is a second sign to look out for. If you put your child down for their nap around 1230 or one, but you find that they're not actually falling asleep until two o'clock or later, that could definitely be a sign that they're ready to drop their nap. So I like for all kids to be up from their nap by three o'clock. So if they're not falling asleep until two, two fifteen, two thirty, they're really not even getting enough sleep to have that be considered a beneficial nap. And you can see that kind of late afternoon sleep start to steal from their nighttime sleep. And that's not what we want. So this is a good sign to look out for that. It may be time to drop that nap. The third sign to look out for is if your child is a great sleeper during the day and they have great sleep habits at night, but they're still unable to fall asleep before 8 p.m. on days where they take that nap, that can be a sign that it might be time to drop it. This was a case with another family I worked with. Their daughter, Angela, was four years old and she was a great napper and she had great bedtime sleep habits, but she still was not falling asleep until close to 9 p.m. So let me define what I mean by great bedtime sleep habits, because this is important. So Angela's parents were able to do a bedtime routine with her and then say goodnight. And Angela would stay in her room in her bed. So her parents were not in the room with her. But what her parents would do is watch on the monitor and they would see that Angela was not falling asleep easily. She was like rolling around in her bed, talking to her stuffed animals, kind of kicking her legs. She was laying there quietly, but was just not able to fall asleep until close to 9 p.m. This is a classic example of a child whose daytime nap is stealing from their nighttime sleep. So this is an example of a child who'd be ready to drop the nap because we really want kids to be able to fall asleep by 8 p.m. So don't be so quick to try and drop the nap. You actually wanna hold on to the nap as long as you possibly can. One thing that you can try before you try eliminating it completely is limiting it. So if your child sleeps for two hours a day, try limiting it to 90 minutes or even 60 minutes, but no shorter than 60 minutes or else there's really no point in giving them the nap at all. Another really common situation that I see with kids who are like three, four, and five years old is sometimes they will nap great at daycare, but it just really doesn't happen at home on the weekends. They just won't go down for their parents when they're at home on the weekends. And if your child is still sleeping through the night and you're not seeing any other sleep issues happening, then it's fine to stay in that cycle for a while. It's totally fine for them to nap at daycare during the week and then not nap at home on the weekends. But Keep an eye on your child because they may need a little bit of an earlier bedtime on the weekends if they're not taking that nap. So preserve that nap for as long as you can because doing so can actually help your kids sleep better at night. You're here learning new sleep tools because you know how important great sleep is for your kids' health and development. If you wanna go even deeper and learn all about my rest method, join me in my next free toddler sleep masterclass. Reserve your spot at toddlersleepmasterclass.com.